Hello, welcome to uh, the last McLaren fans podcast of the season. Um, we're doing something a little bit different this week, simply because um, it is a McLaren fans podcast, so nice to have some fans on. And, uh, you know, we've had a few on during the season, but we thought, well, it's the last podcast of the season. Why don't we get quite a few of you on and, and have a chat with you guys and see what your highlights have been um, of the season? and You know, what the, maybe what some of the laws have been, uh, even if you've had some sort of personal highlights or, you know, I, I do know one of two of you uh, went to the MTC, um, maybe won competitions, maybe met other fans at uh grand prix and things like that so we want to kind of know so um joining me as always this week though is andy say hello andy hello everyone yep uh and unfortunately sarah's not very well this week so she can't join us um but she has told us to buy all of her key rings (laughs) (laughs) so there's the obligatory plug um we'll put a tweet out later for all that so um, I, I guess where, where we started this from sort of thinking is that uh, me and Andy, we both kind of put together a list, um, Sarah did as well, unfortunately, she can't be here, of like five highs and lows of the season. And um, it would be interesting to see if we managed to tick off all of the ones on our lists, speaking to everyone else. Um, so I'm just going to ask you, Andy, what was your main highlight of this season then? Oh, just one. Literally just, just one. Just the one just pick one to start with. We'll go through. Ah, I'm gonna go with Oscar. Um in in total and genuinely halfway through the season I forgot he was a rookie. I thought you were gonna say you forgot he was driving for us there. I mean it would be pretty impossible, wouldn't it? So um, um for for yeah. a man to face up to what he is able to do and that like even getting into F one, that challenge and the way yeah. he handled that. There was one moment where he's been interviewed after qualifying and he's just been his uh, front row position, front three position taken off him. Yeah. And all he says is, brilliant. Like He's, he's not <laughs> playing around with it. He's not trying to be superlative. He's not trying to be anything. He's not. He's, he's just confident in what he's going to do. And I, I love it. I think he's brilliant. Excellent. Excellent. Um, yeah. So any, any of you guys out there want to have a chat? Uh, you know, anyone else? Oscar being your... Just while you're waiting for that, then um, yeah. I completely agree, Andy. You, you know, uh, Oscar has been fantastic. You wouldn't know he was a rookie this year. Uh, yeah. His performance, he's calm under pressure. Um, I don't know if anybody else has done it and looked at him and Bruce McLaren. I mean, it's 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 like they're related. The the image is just it's like it's reincarnated. It's fantastic. It, I'm, I, you know, I've seen that as well. I think. Uh... Um. Yeah, you you could easily put him in one of those sixties race suits, couldn't you? And there, uh, yeah, kind of see it from there. So, yeah, yeah, but I had Oscar too as mine. No, no, but that's good because yeah. you know. But it it was kind of like the it was like the arrival, wasn't it? Sort of round Spa around that sort of time, the sprint race. Yes, the conditions and all the rest of it, but then you know, to properly back it up 
in Qatar with with everything he did. So young, so talented. Aren't we lucky? Yeah, I, yeah. You know. I, I'm, go on, Andy. I was going to say exactly the same with Oscar. I mean, I didn't watch him in Formula Two, so I haven't watched him come through there. But to think that he was a rookie and where he's ended up now. But I want to know: Do you think Lando thought Oscar was going to be where he is now? Do you think he was going to be a challenge for him this season? I think Andy can answer that. <laughs> Andy Webb or Andy Tails? Or, or you, maybe? <laughs> uh, I think anyone coming in on their debut season, mm-hmm. you, you kind of assume they're going to be finding their ropes, especially if they've gone to like 20 tracks. He's only done like 10 of them before. Mm. But Lewis Hamilton on his debut season for McLaren, he did all right. Um, he mm. was a massive challenge for Alonso. Um, the same kind of... I think mm. I think Lando has got on really well. From what we see, Lando's got on really well with him. And yeah. I think it's it's actually uh, teammates rather than uh, team rivals. I, I think he's pushed Lando a bit. I think Lando's got a bit of a surprise. And kind of... I think you know, needed it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, you know, past past couple of years, he's yeah. not really had a challenge to push him. Yeah. And now... You saw when Oscar came through, uh, with when they got the, all the updates came through, he, you know, when he started performing, Lando was a bit, oh, hang on, that's sort of blindsided him a bit. And then it was, and then Lando's performance after that was just on it. And, and it's that push he needed to to just keep driving it forward. Uh, I think it's really good, really good dynamic. Yeah, yeah. It definitely stepped up another level for me. Um, uh, you know, I kind of hope that next year, Oscar's a bit more wiser and, you know, can push on again. And, you know, we're lucky we've then got two outstanding drivers who I both think can win races, which, you know, is what we want. We just got to give them the car to do it. That's pretty much it. So um, I guess that leads us into um, one of my highlights for the season, Um, uh, the turnaround. So I went and had a listen back to one of our earlier podcasts this this uh, this season, and um, I kind of said we would be lucky to get a podium this season. Maybe we'd get some next year. This is after Bahrain. Uh, Andy was discussing um, Zach's letter, where he was saying it was right for Zach to tell us to have a bit of a you know, downplaying the expectations of us doing anything this year. Uh, and Sarah mentioned that, well, it's bad, but at least it's not the Honda years. <laughs> um, so, you know, from a start like that to then what we've seen, and even I didn't expect after Austria for us to be so strong in the final bit of the season, um, you know, I think I think we can all pretty chuffed it's 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 very positive uh finish to the to the year i hope we can continue on to to next year feel that with andrea stella in charge we've got somebody who's got a strong hand on everything quite a strong handle on what's going to happen um i think we're in a great place feel very positive um about it all so there you go i'm being positive about stuff including pit stops, fastest pit stop this year. <laughs> Don't get a bloody award of DHL, though, do we? Anyway, <laughs> that's, an, that's another rant for another day. 
Anyone want to add to that? Jump in. I did a similar thing. Um, I did, I went back to one of your previous podcasts, but um, it was the one where we got double points. Oh yeah. And everyone was. Oh, I say everyone. I think it was three or four of you. Um, you were all over the moon. We were all over the moon. We'd had such a bad start to the season. We were like double points, right? And um, I don't know if you meant to do a podcast then or not. I can't remember. Um, but everyone was ecstatic, thinking, "Oh, we've got there now." You know, the season's not going to be a disaster. Um, and then look what happened after that. So. Yeah, it was a huge mark as well. Um, I am interested what Andy Webb's moment of the season was, and I think I might have a suspicion, judging by the top he's wearing. You know me, I like to talk, but I don't want to be too involved in this. I, I love to come on here and see what other people are saying. And Andy, you get, you nicked my highlight of the season. You get, because... <laughs> As much as everything else that's gone on this season, my highlight wasn't going to be Silverstone, Andy, although, you know, it's pretty up there. But it was the team. The team is my highlight this year. The actual turnaround and the hard work it took to make those upgrades and make them work, to me blew me away and I know we had a lot of conversations actually um in and around <laughs> that part of the season and about don't be too optimistic the um the upgrades are going to become slowly they're not going to be all coming at once they're not going to be blah 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 and there's a lot of stuff done um with some of the engineers and stuff about how far back they were started believe it or not and we weren't quite right at the beginning of the season but to stick with a game plan, and I know we lost a few key team members at the beginning of the season, if you remember. Um, but for them to actually carry forward under Andreas's uh, management was just mind-blowing. How an engineering team can be that, we're going to do this. We're going to try this. Let's. This is the way we've been going. Forget t the testing car, but this is the direction we're going. And have the belief to stick with it and look at the rewards. And so many people are talking about the drivers. And I don't think, honestly, without the teams and the aeros work and, and the engineers, we'd never have got to that stage. And for me, as a huge fan of the team, the team are my number one this year. They did it. And to me... Makes me super happy as a fan. What about you guys? I'm seriously brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I think you know I can't, can't argue with that. It's very, very passionate there, and I think you know most pretty much everybody here is going to you know agree with you 100 percent on that. Um, Good. I, you know, just so we get around everybody. Um, uh, go on, Simon. You got your hand up. Just, just on what Andy was saying there. I saw an interview with um, Zach. Uh, on uh, LinkedIn with Fortune um, and he was saying about when he came in he was sort of recovering the team of having five or six different team leaders in the sort of previous sort of seven or eight years um, and then doing the rebuild and all that has led up to exactly what you said there Andy you know when you've got and I think we were all probably thinking what was going to happen when uh, Andrea stepped up 
um, you know, to take on that mantle. But absolutely, it, the whole team just galvanised um, and really pushed forward. It's been a fantastic um, effort. And then really good to see on like social media where they've they've highlighted that and you've got um, like, you know, decent uh, messages from the teams and, and really sort of celebrating that as a team. It's been fantastic. Um, really, really good um, just on that bit. My highlight of the season was the Hungarian podium because uh, just that cheek of, of Norris being up there um, and not really caring what he was doing and uh, smashing a, a gorgeous <laughs> trophy, which, yeah. you know, Max had enough, to be honest. Uh, he didn't need that one so so that was great for me and and my wife can't be on this one uh her highlight was mexico um for like, norris's performance just tearing through the field right Any, anyone else got a highlight Brad? stick your hand up jenny i don't think we've heard from you yet andy we'll get to you in a second yeah um my highlight is is a whole weekend um, I was privileged this year to actually get to Suzuka. Um, oh, I walked in through that through the entrance, saw the big wheel, and I'm not lying, there were tears in my eyes. I was just like, I cannot believe I'm here. It was just just unbelievable. Um, and what the team did that weekend was just the absolute icing on the cake. Um, seeing Oscar P2, well, Q2, um, on the Sunday, we got away from Lando in the driver's parade because we were the only ones with a lovely papaya flag behind us. So he well, spotted us and he gave us a wave. Um, we were sat just by the S's, so we could see across the pit lane. We could see all the way around, like, the first corner and coming all the way up towards us and then off into the distance. We had a great view. Um, and seeing those two cars come around that corner, second and third, oh, my days, I was just... I don't think I stopped screaming from the start of the race to the end of the race. It's unbelievable. Never been as stressed in my life, I'll be honest, but never been as excited in my life. And seeing them come across that line, second and third, you know, Oscar's first podium, first one-two for I don't know how long, first, sorry, first double podium for I don't know how long was just, it was amazing. I mean, Suzuka itself, unbelievable, but the team definitely put the icing on the cake for that weekend for me. Oh, excellent. I've been to Japan myself, and it's a brilliant track. I know exactly what you mean. I've got to ask you one question. What was the weirdest F1 merchandise you could find out there? I found biscuits that were made of meant to be oh, made we got of all sorts, all sorts of stuff. We brought loads. It's all gone now. We brought loads of stuff home. Um, biscuits that were like um, sand. <laughs> well, yeah. that was, um, all sorts of different things. Yeah, there was loads and loads of F1 like food that we could bring home with us. Yeah, we, we brought quite a lot. It filled our bags <laughs> on the way home. Yeah, and not that expensive either. That that's what surprised me. No real markups around the circuit. So. Right. So you definitely recommend Japan then. Excellent. Oh, honestly, yeah, 100%. Fabulous, yeah. Andy Tails, what about you? Yeah, so I, I want to kind of pick two things, really, be a bit cheeky. But um, one of them is going to be on track, uh, and the second one is kind of more kind of a personal off-track thing. So the on-track one was uh, Lando taking the lead at Silverstone. Absolutely amazing. I, I was there at, at, at the track watching live, and just the, the, the atmosphere, everyone's so happy, just, you know, British driver uh, at the British Grand Prix taking the lead, um, massive cheers everywhere, and Andy really wants to stick something in. I want to ask you, when was the last time you saw a McLaren car in real life leading a race? I'm pretty sure it's the first time ever. 
Yeah, it, it's a long time since any of us have got to see, unless we were at Imola with Danny Rick, see a McLaren car in the lead of a race. That And, it, and did you feel nervous when you saw us in lead? No. I'm supposed to be nervous? No, but it, it wasn't a lucky lead. It wasn't as if like we'd, we'd randomly got into the lead and we weren't yeah. going to stick there. We were there for good I mean, 10, 15 I, laps. Yeah, I, I was expecting um, Max to get back past us as soon as he got DRS on, on lap three. But yeah, we held on, uh, Lando held on for quite a lot longer. I was really, really happy at that point. You know, it actually felt we had a genuine chance of, of winning. I mean, didn't quite pan out that way, but still, it was an incredible result and incredible to see you know mclaren leading genuinely you know it wasn't you know people other people had pitted to and with last pit or anything it was you know gen- genuinely genuinely leading the race so fantastic really enjoyed that bit and then the kind of personal one was um i took my kids to get their first selfie at the uh mtc with the mtc sign and it was um just after qatar so it was uh lit up in papaya uh, to celebrate um, Oscar's sprint win and the double podium in the Grand Prix. So that was kind of really good. So two future McLaren fans, hopefully. Excellent, excellent work. That's what we like to see. I am still trying to do that with, with my son. I, do you know what? I've been up there. So I, I actually live on the outskirts of Surrey, so it's really not that far for me at all. I used to drive past it every day when I worked in the area, which is brilliant. But uh, yeah, I've been trying to do it for ages and both times I've gone, it's been absolutely stonking down with rain and it's like, you can't, it's been a high, oh. so yeah, third time lucky maybe. Well, hopefully we'll uh, we'll win next season and we can all go and meet up there and have a big party <laughs> on the, a bit of grass on the thing, have a bit of a, buy a picnic <laughs> in front of the uh, McLaren sign. That would be good fun. Especially as we all park in the big bit that says, do not park here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyone else got anything? Uh, Gemma, we've not really heard much from you yet. Go for it. I mean, it's going to be like personal one because I've mentioned Oscar. You know, a week ago today, I was at the MTC, which was absolutely amazing. It blew my. I don't. I don't know what I went in to expect, but it was completely mind blowing. Um, the fact that I was the only woman there in the group. I was just, and I was the only one in McLaren merch as well, everyone else, because I won mine through Goodwood and it was just a load of old, rich white men, you know, they had the money and they didn't, I think they were there just for the cars. They they were not answering questions about F1. I was the one answering them. And just to go around like the boulevards, I mean, Lewis's car was like not there. Some of the other cars were not there as well. Um, and even to go into mission control and the tour guide was saying, how calm it is in there and he's saying he was there in Russia when Lando spun out of the lead and he went no one said a word they were so calm they got on the pit wall they were doing the strategy and it's just amazing to hear those kind of stories as well but yeah it's definitely a personal highlight and hopefully to go again but I'm hoping other people get the chance first because it is a once in a lifetime opportunity to go. Yeah, I think you know, there's a few of us who have been looking to go, and uh, it's always good to see uh, fans getting their first chance to go. Mm. You kind of almost go back to the first time you went, and you were like so excited. It's like it's akin to having that, like you know, opening that big box on Christmas morning, and uh, you know, it, it actually turns out after 47 years, mum, of asking for a scale electric, you get one. Um, <laughs> 
you know, that kind of thing. It's, you know, I, I was super happy for you, Gem. It was really good to see. Um, and I bet as you sit there at work every day or something like that, every now and then something will pop in your head and go, oh, I remember that, or remember that, or remember seeing that trophy, or, you know. Yeah, and uh, it, it never gets old. Gemma, is there any bit of advice you'd give to anyone that's got be lucky enough to go to the MTC? Mm. Is there any one tip you'd say, make sure you do this or make sure you have a look at this? I would say take it all in because I went through the doors and obviously you walk onto the boulevard and I was just kind of like, I just stood there and you just, you don't know where to look first. And it's just, I, I did quite a few laps of the boulevard, like looking at each car, each and again, just soak it all in and just you know, listen to the tour guide and just soak the history because there's so much history there that some of us don't even know about it. But yeah, just take a moment, have a look around and just think how lucky, you know, you are to be there. And, you know, many people, like many of the fellow drivers have been there before us and just think what has gone on in that MTC. So yeah, just take it all in, soak up the moment, definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Um, anyone else got anything to add? Or I'm going to move on to something else that we've got on our list of highs this year, which is liveries. Which is, um, I think you know we've 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 had we had three or four this year, Andy. I can't remember. Is it four? Uh, four. One really subtle one, very late, but it was still very nice. Yeah. I'm sure I saw a graphic of six different liveries we've had this year on Twitter. Right. I'm seeing some other agreement. Six. Right, okay. Six. Right, name them. Even better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do we try? I'll try. Give it a go. Give it a go. Okay. So we've got the normal livery. Yeah. We had Chrome for Silverstone. Yeah. We had the OKX livery for Singapore. Yeah. Had Jack Daniels for one of the American races. Yeah. 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 Uh, Vegas. Vegas. Now I'm struggling. Triple crown. Triple crown, crown. from Monaco. Triple crown. And then the, the last one, the views one. Yeah. Right the there, Abba Dabba, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So next year, we'll obviously have a monster livery, won't we? I can't wait. <laughs> um, I, You know, this all started with the golf livery a few years ago, didn't it? As one-offs. And I think this is possibly why we're attracting like quite a lot of sponsors now as well. Because to get... Uh, a one-off livery for a race. Did you mention the uh, Triple Crown livery? Yeah, we got yeah. that one, Monaco, wasn't you it? Yeah. That one. yeah. So we got, um, you know, I, I thought the Silverstone Chrome one was amazing. That was my personal favourite. Um, seeing it actually there, you could see it in the, uh, the store. as a, as a show car when you were there, but actually seeing it out on track and everything else, I thought it looked amazing. I, I'd, I'd like to see a bit more Chrome coming back on the car next year, maybe after that. Who knows? Um, but to do that and partner with obviously Google Chrome as well, I thought was you know marketing genius there at that point. So I'm I'm quite intrigued to see what we might come up with next year. Does anyone have a particular favourite out of that? Out of the six, triple crown for me triple because crown. I loved the tie-in with the Indica, and, and I loved the the three cars that they ran. And how they the, the two disciplines tied together. 
it's a very good point. Yeah, it wasn't just across F1, was it? It was across the IndyCar weekend as well and um, everything else. So, yeah, um, good shout. Anyone else? Go on, Andy. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I really like the Chrome. Being at Silverstone, it was the one I was there to see. So that 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 gets a high score. But yeah, it made some very nice photos with the you know reflections and shininess, and and Lando's helmet as well with the mm-hmm. full-on Chrome helmet with the Google Chrome logo on top. Got a few nice photos of that. So that was pretty cool. The old KX livery really popped on circuit as well. It looked amazing. You know, out on circuit, it looked fabulous. Got it as your background, haven't you? Because it's just it <laughs> yeah. So the AKX stealth. So they like they. I don't know how much they must have paid, but they removed a lot of other people's sponsors on the wings and stuff, and then it made it. So, yeah, it's lovely. Just just very simple but stunning. I think we're going to see more of those sort of things, aren't we? So yeah, long may that continue. I do love a good livery. Um, we, we had the um, Formula E had the AI designed livery this year uh, that uh, London and that that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was a, a very nice livery. I enjoyed that one as well. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. Formula One, Formula E was was quite a good thing this year. There was a bit of a meetup. I believe there's quite a few of us maybe going next year as well, which would be good. Yep. So see if we can all yeah. get a bit of a papaya party going there as well. Um, yeah, I was tempted to bring that up as another highlight of this season, is meeting up with mm-hmm. lo- lo- lots of you lot who are here uh, at, at the Formula E. Yeah. It was fantastic. It does, it does you're, you're right. It was it was on my list of top fives. It was it's Silverstone's great, but Silverstone's very very busy. Whereas Formula E, you could walk around and literally, Andy, I've up to you a few times, literally just going up to the stairs, like, because there's only I don't know ten thousand people there. I'm I'm, I, I'm having a complete number out of the sky there. I don't know. You can actually see people. Might even be less than that. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's, it's not too many. It's, it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not hundreds of thousands at all. I think I, I've plucked a complete number there. I really have. Um, you, there might even be a thousand, but yeah, it, it's a brilliant fun and like tickets went on sale this year and bang on straight in there, straight onto the grandstands. But you could spot a McLaren fan a mile off. The papaya yeah. just stood out in the crowd. I'm sure I got like kind of. Papped a few times by a few people and put on, oh, there's that bit, and now he sat there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, good. certainly, um, yeah, formerly he was good. Um, so let's move on to uh, another one. So, fourth in the championship, I think that's if you'd given me that at the beginning of the season, I'd have taken your hands off, I'd have been. You know, I'm going Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, us. Aston Martin with a big surprise. And actually, it's been interesting to see their lack of progress while Sowers has gone in the other direction. Mm. And I don't know whether that's to do with them getting sold or being up for sale or whatever, takeover or something like that. But certainly, um, you know, I, I I kind of thought, right, we've got a chance of getting fourth. We might not make it. They were so far ahead at one point. Um, and I thought, you know, Alonso's a, he's a great driver. He's going to pull in some points. Every now and then, Stroll would put in a decent race and get some points. But what, I've, what I would say, and this is, I know there's some of you guys are big Dan fans out there. And, you know, I do like Danny Rick, but I don't think he ever suited that car. I think Oscar does. And if you look at the points balance, it's pretty well mm. even 
balanced enough mm. to kind of go, you know, they've both scored pretty good points. Um, and I think that's the thing. It's a t- like we go, we almost go full circle with the back of the podcast. It's a team effort there. Um, mm. But, you know, you've got to have two drivers scoring points to do well in the championship. And I think that's what we've had this year. Um, you know, I think that's a real high. I think that's a real positive. So, yeah. Anyone want to add to that? Any? Go for it, Andy. No, just personally about about the points thing. I actually feel at at times I still think we've been unlucky as well. And there was a point I was doing mathematical computations. I thought we catch Ferrari here. We were at eighty points lighter at yeah. some point, and Lando's been slightly unlucky and for the George Russell accident, um, which gave him the podium. All of those things, you just go. Has he has he been lucky or unlucky? Has he? Whereas Oscar, I think, has warranted his entire points this year. Every time he's earned the points, his defending has been unbelievable. How good his defending has been. Um, so I think we could have done even better, but for a bit of luck. And I suppose. I was going to say it later in the in the in the podcast, but my star of the season was Alonso, and it's not him. No, he doesn't drive for us anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's driven for us twice before, but you know he's not there anymore, right? I've still got my Kamoa hat over there. He's still he's still a mate of mine. Um, but had it, again, had it not been for Alonso's prowess and how good a driver he is, we could have got more points at the beginning of the season. I feel. So actually, I feel fourth was totally justified, but we could have bettered it. We could have bettered it. And knowing how well we did this year and knowing how we know nothing about 2024, we've got an evolution of a car. We don't know how much we've developed it, how much other people have developed it. We're going to do a quick round robin of one sentence. What you think next year might entail? You don't have to say a position in the championship. Just something that you think next year may entail. To make life really hard, Andy D is going to go last. <laughs> so he's got to copy something straight out of everyone. I'm just going to say there's a potential that I might clip it and play it back next year if it goes <laughs> hilariously right or hilariously wrong. So. I, I, I am going to go for Oscar's first win. Right. Uh, Andy T. Oh, in that case, I'll take Lando's first win. Yes. Uh, Jenny Gordon. I was just going to say win a race. <laughs> uh, Corin? Uh, Two-team championship battle. Oh, nice. Uh, Simon? Uh, I would say constructors P2. Oh, Amy? Ooh, uh, I want to reverse jinx and say zero points, um, but no, consistent <laughs> podiums. Consistence, nice. Yeah, yeah. Andy W. Silverstone win. Huge. Uh, Gemma. I think we're going to have our Lando's first win, and then Oscar's going to come second, and then I'm going to go P3 in the constructors. <laughs> we're, we're happy right. days. Andy D. <laughs> something completely original. No one said so far. 
Yeah. At some point in the season, we will lead the Drivers' and Constructors' Championship. Oh, I hope you're right. You, you just made me shiver. Right at the end of the season. Right at the end of the season. That'll be yeah. right at the end of the season would be great, but I'm suspecting it might be two races in or something like that. I'd take it. I'd take it yeah, all day long. It means we've won. Do we think then it's going to be more than a two-horse race? Then do we do we honestly think that Mercedes will catch up fast enough? And I'd love it to just be us and Red Bull. I would, but do we think Mercedes and Ferrari can keep up? There's the word, keep up. Why? I think Ferrari need to invest in strategy. Yeah, yeah. Been their own worst enemy this season. Yeah. Ferrari don't do something different. They're only going down, not up. I mean, to be fair, their drivers have done better strategy than their strategists this year. <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're looking at maybe even four four teams could win a race next season. Red Bull, Bus, Mercedes. So, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's a good place to finish this podcast. Thank you all for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Really enjoyed it. First time we've done this with so many fans. Um, I think we might have another goal next year at the beginning of the season, maybe after testing. And all maybe come back on and um, give us your opinions then, see whether we're uh, sitting there going, oh, it's the Honda years, or <laughs> we're sitting there going, it's the Honda years, but with Senna. Um, and seeing... Uh, Seeing what the difference is. So uh, I'll wrap it up there. And I'll say uh, thanks to everybody that's listened this year. We've really enjoyed doing them. Um, it's been great to meet so many people out and about. We want to make it a lot better next year as well. So any ideas you've got of what you'd like us to do, um, we'll we'll look at doing that. Um, but also just, you know, enjoy the break. The team will. We will. We might have something back after testing um we'll see but stay tuned and once again thanks for listening and thanks to all of you join us uh it's been really grand thank you <laughs> <laughs>